welcome to Chat with Kat. I'm your host, Catherine Balsi. I'm so happy to be speaking with you all today. I'm so excited about today's episode. I've been meaning to record this for quite some time, and so I'm so ready. I'm also feeling really great because I took a spontaneous weekend trip to New York this past weekend, and it was so much fun, and it was just so great to explore. That's like, I don't know, I feel like I really tap in with myself. I really feel a whole lot of joy when I'm able to just explore new environments and shine new foods and it was really great weather so I'm feeling so rejuvenated and so excited to talk with you all today and I hope that you all are feeling pretty good too but if not I hope you're feeling some of my energy through this microphone and through your speaker or your headphones whatever it may be and I hope that you're starting to feel a little better as well. Today's episode is a little bit special because I think right after I post this, I'll hit 100,000 downloads for this podcast, Chat with Cat, and that's really a huge milestone, and I'm so, so, so happy about it. I mean, like, numbers aren't everything to me, but I do think it signifies, like, the impact that it's really had, like, 100,000 thousand downloads. I don't think I imagined that when I released my first episode. I really didn't know where it would go, but this truly is just the beginning. And so I'm excited to see, you know, where we keep heading to. And this is the first of many milestones. So I'm so happy. I'm so proud. And I'm so thankful for everyone's support. If it was a story reshare, if you sent it to one of your friends, if you left a review, if you gave it a thumbs up, I don't even know if you sent me a nice message, if you left a comment if you put me in like a video on youtube or on tiktok i'm so so grateful um it means the world to me and yeah we're celebrating together so i do want to get straight into the episode because i'm really excited about today's topic and i don't want it to go too too long at the beginning of each episode i always like to remind y'all to check in with yourself and make sure that you're taking care of yourself throughout this episode so whatever your body may be asking for if that's some snack if that's a meal if that's some water some fresh air maybe a walk if you need to rest close your eyes not while you're driving, <laughs> but whatever it is, I do want to make sure that you're doing that throughout this episode and let's get into it. So as you can see from today's title, we're going to be discussing the importance of valuing authenticity over popularity. And I truly, truly, truly believe that this is one of the most important subjects I will ever cover within this space. And I know y'all are probably like, you sound so dramatic, but I really believe that this is a key lesson in life as a whole, like honestly. But I do want to make a disclaimer that when I'm discussing being authentic and being true to who you are, I am a hundred and 10% not condoning being racist, sexist, homophobic, classist, and anything degrading just because that's quote unquote who you are or actively not working on unhealthy patterns and behaviors because that's quote unquote who you are. I feel like y'all know that already and I don't attract those type of people to this space and that's like not what my audience is about at all, but I did want to make sure to say that before I get started. So let's talk about what I mean when I say the word authentic and authenticity. So authenticity is defined as a matter of reconciliation between your identity and how you act. To say that something is authentic is to say that it is what it professes to be. It's a reliable, accurate representation. And to me, I definitely feel like on an energetic level, you can feel authenticity. You can feel it in like your heart, your body. When something is authentic, 
when someone is authentic, when you feel authentic, when life feels authentic. And I think the sad reality and why I feel like this episode is so important is that there are way too many people within this world living unauthentic lives and do so for many, 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 many years of their life, if not their entire life, living in a way in which they feel like an imposter through their daily life. And this isn't to shame people because I recognize it's so, so scary to live authentically, especially when you've been conditioned to be likable over anything else. And this conditioning honestly usually begins in childhood and continues throughout adulthood. As children, we're usually taught or conditioned on how we should act, how to be a quote-unquote good kid. And as I'm getting older, I began to realize that being a quote-unquote good kid in school usually meant being quiet and talking when told to and not causing any trouble. And at home, it meant doing what you were told. And I feel like in a lot of cases, it actually silenced a lot of expression in so many people. And it actually caused a lot of people to consistently act in a way in which they don't create any conflict, in which they avoid any conflict. But what I'm going to get into is that when we choose to live authentically, majority of the time, that's going to come with some conflict. As children, we're also taught what things we should be into, how we should be or act to make friends, what will make us likable. And everyone that listens probably knows this by now, but if you don't, I grew up moving to different countries every few years throughout my childhood and adolescence. I went to like four or five different elementary schools, one middle school, thank goodness, three different high schools. And unfortunately, that was definitely the perfect breeding grounds for living unauthentically and like conditioning me to do so because it'd be like I moved to a new place. I'm desperate to make friends. And I think to myself, okay, how do I need to act here to make friends? What's the vibe like, right? What are they into? And it's almost like being a chameleon. I'm changing to fit in with each subset of people. But I believe that even people who have lived in one place their entire life, like I imagine that they can still feel themselves molding into what will fit in with the status quo of their own environment, right? And that concept, what I'm kind of grasping at, that can continue on throughout our entire lives. We can see it show up in aspects of our appearance, how we should wear our hair, what clothes should we wear, what shoes should we wear, what accessories should we wear. We can see it show up in many aspects of our conversations and interpersonal communication. Have you ever been in the middle of a conversation and thought to yourself, this isn't me? What am I even saying right now? Why did I even say that? That's not what I think. We can see it show up in the way that we move through our environments. At times, we shrink ourselves to make other people feel comfortable. We can see it show up in the activities we choose. I feel like everyone at least once has chosen to do an activity, not for themselves, but because it pleases other people and it helps make them quote-unquote likable. And moving on into adolescence, we start getting told how to get into college, what we need to do in high school, what college is like to see, how we can be quote-unquote successful in this society, what a quote-unquote good job is, what we need to do to get there, how to be quote-unquote professional. People even often choose going to college for the sake of others, even if their heart is somewhere else. People can choose majors in college for the sake of others when their heart is elsewhere, choose their career for the 
sake of others or the sake of what people view as a quote-unquote good job with quote-unquote high prestige, what has credibility in this society. You know how many times I've heard someone say, well, I really want to do this instead, but I'm scared of what people will think. So I remember my first semester of college, I ended with a 4.0 and everyone was like, oh my goodness, that's so amazing. And yes, I was proud of myself, but I remember I was so unhappy. I was truly just going through the motions. I view life as making it to the end of each week. I really don't remember much joy during that semester. I don't remember laughing all that much. I don't remember being at peace all that much. All I remember is being incredibly tired and exhausted and honestly very depressed but as I've talked about before when your room is spotless and you have a 4.0 and everything looks okay from the outside looking in many people aren't going to think that anything's wrong but I remember thinking to myself there's no way I can do another semester here there's just no way my authentic self knew that wasn't the environment for me and I was getting sick within it right but all of the thoughts about what everyone would think, they came flooding in. Will they think I failed my first semester of college? What about the stigmatizations associated with community college? Everyone's going to be at school while I go back home. What will my professors think? Will people think I'm weak? What does this mean for my graduation time? What will my future employers think? I mean, a serious flood of thoughts, but I had to choose me. There's power in authenticity. There is a strength and bravery associated with it because to pack up my things and head to a community college and change the narrative that was filling my head that said that I failed, that takes a lot. It really does. And it was a really healing time for me. And I don't regret that decision one bit. And I'm sure people had their thoughts and their opinions, but I had to let all of that go. Every decision I have made that ultimately ended up changing the trajectory of my life came with having to let go of what people would think, having to let go of being likable, releasing the power it had over me. All of it had to go. And moving into adulthood, I mean, personally, I'm not there just yet, but I remember my mom would be talking about work and she would always say, well, it's politics, it's networking. I have to be this way to achieve this. I have to do this to get this promotion. I have to invite these people over because that's what I'm supposed to do. Even if I don't like them, I'm going to smile on their face because it's politics. Basically, I was picking up, well, it won't get get me far if I say what's really on my mind, if I say what I really feel. And yes, I think that may be true in many work environments across the world. And there really is an issue within the work culture of many places. But even beyond work, you can see parents trying to keep up with other parents, families trying to keep up an image. I mean, so much stuff I saw grown adults doing because it runs so deep. It's honestly exhausting to think about. I really believe that the shutdown that many people experienced because of COVID exposed inauthenticity within countless lives across the world. And maybe that's because when you were constantly on go or moving through the motions 
or robot-like, as I like to say, maybe you don't have time to notice. Maybe you don't think you have a choice and being inauthentic is the only way. Or maybe the deepest of all of those, maybe you have forgotten what being authentic is for you. Maybe you have various questions like, who am I? I'm putting on so many masks, I forget what's underneath them. Or you have always had to put on different hats, but you never got the chance to learn what's at the core. It's the scary reality for too many of us. It's so scary when you step back and look at your life and just think to yourself, this isn't me. And I had that moment. I mean, I've had that moment a lot, but especially last year, you know, during the shutdown, I remember looking at the conversations I was having and the people that I was talking to and how I was spending my time and work. And I was just like, this isn't me. This doesn't feel good. This doesn't feel right. Why am I doing any of this? I looked at my class schedule and the way I put so much stress and pressure on my grades. And I was like, this isn't me. Why am I doing this? I looked at my job and the environment and the culture. And I was like, this isn't me. Why am I doing this? So what did I do? I quite literally removed it all. I tore it all down and began to build and create a life. I felt authentic in. And so now we're going to discuss what that can look like. In my case, I quite literally stopped engaging in conversations that I didn't feel like myself in, that I didn't feel authentic in. I was like, actually, no, I really don't want to talk about this random girl that I don't know and don't really care to spend my time discussing this. And actually, no, I don't want to talk about the drama of this school that doesn't interest me at all. And actually, no, I don't want to talk down on myself to make everyone in this conversation conversation feel a little better. And actually, no, I don't want to sit here and listen to you talk about yourself for two hours and not once ask about me. And actually, no, I don't think that those jokes are all that funny and it's not me being sensitive. You're rude. And actually, no, I don't like that genre of music and that's completely okay. Like it can be so many aspects of a conversation that make you feel inauthentic and make you feel like you're not honoring yourself and you're saying things that aren't true to you for the sake of other people. I encourage you to catch that feeling. Don't ignore it and act on it and participate in conversations you find engaging, fulfilling, supportive, enlightening even. And moving on to the friendships in my life, I really sat there. I was like, actually, no, I really want to be surrounded by love, support, and other authentic individuals even if that means less people. I'm actually going to aim for quality over quantity within my friendships and social life. And the romantic part of my life, it was like, actually, no, texting nonstop is not interesting or engaging to me at all. So I don't want to do it. And actually this relationship that I'm in is so bad for my mental health. And this person doesn't have the capacity to treat me in the way I deserve. So I'm not going to stay in this, even if that means having less company for some time. And I know people are going to have some things to say, but I'm choosing authenticity. 
And moving on to my school life, it was like, actually, no, I don't want to spend four years of my life in an overload of stress. I actually don't want to fit in with the college student stereotype of being overwhelmed 24-7. And actually, no, I am going to take classes at a slower pace and graduate in longer than four years if I have to. I actually don't have to rush something just because y'all are telling me to. And actually, no, I'm going to study psychology even though people are pressuring me to go into STEM because it's quote unquote high prestige and high salaries, but I love psychology and that is what I want to study. And actually, no, I don't have to complete these honor requirements if I don't want to. It feels like an unnecessary overload that I don't want to participate in. And as for activities, it was like, actually, I really find peace in nature. And even if people think it's boring or that I'm being weird, I'm going to go on a walk every day and just spend some time outside and in the sun because it makes me feel good. And actually, no, I don't really want to go to that cramp party with a bunch of people I don't know because for me personally, that doesn't make me feel good. I don't have a good time. It's actually so overwhelming and I don't need to force myself to like what other people like. And actually, I love making videos and I'm going to post them on social media. Even if people think they're weird, I'm going to make these videos because I like it. And actually, I want to start a podcast. And even if people don't like it, I'm going to start it and I'm going to be consistent because this is something I want to do. And moving on to appearance, I was like, actually, I'm going to wear my hair natural, even though most people prefer my hair straight because I love my natural hair. And actually, I'm going to wear whatever I like, even if it's not what most people like. Y'all get what I'm getting at? It runs so deep. It is very, very literally looking at each aspect of your life and determining its authenticity. And in my opinion, it's one of those things that you just know and you just feel like within you a very strong, intuitive feeling. But maybe in some cases, you need some time to yourself to figure it out. Maybe you need more experiences in life to learn it and allow it to be revealed. Maybe you need a little time figuring out what you enjoy. I always say this, but it's going to be different for everyone. So I'm just proposing a few ideas. I believe at the core of this though is understanding a few very important points. The first being that not everyone is going to like you. Living authentically and being true to yourself comes with understanding that you will not be for everybody and that is okay. It's actually a good thing. It means that you are defiant in who you are because you could be the most genuine and kind person doing everything you think you should to be quote-unquote likable and someone will still find a reason to not like you. I I saw a quote that says, you will not be everyone's cup of tea. Don't change your flavor. And I really, I couldn't agree more with that. Like, let's say I'm raspberry flavored, right? And I walk into a room full of people who don't like raspberry tea. I'm not switching my flavor to orange tea. I'm staying raspberry tea. Because just because they don't like raspberry tea doesn't mean that raspberry tea isn't any good. Y'all get what I'm getting at? I've said this since the beginning of this podcast, but in life, there will be some people who will always have something to say, who are overly judgmental and overly critical, and it's a reflection of how they feel about themselves. Do not take it personally. It can be hard, though. I'm not going to like sit here 
here and act like it's not difficult. But in my eyes, it's recognizing that I rather do what feels good to me and what feels right to me and live right by me than put in all this work to try and be someone that I'm not. And you still don't like me. Like, (laughs) I'm going to be me regardless. And it's also being able to understand that conflict is often going to arise when you choose to be authentic and true to yourself. This is because there are so many people who like to instill their own fear of being authentic in their own life onto you. And it can make certain people uncomfortable because they are uncomfortable with doing the same thing. But that conflict is so worth going through to live an authentic life. It's also being able to understand that there has never been and will never be another you. You are perfectly unique in every way, your fingerprint, your hair, your body, your voice, your laugh, your smile. There is a power in that uniqueness and not honoring your uniqueness isn't fair to yourself. It's also understanding that comparison is an act of violence against your authentic self. You are you, they are them, and you don't need to compare any aspect of that. You both are two unique human beings. It's also understanding that you don't have to be perfect. Perfection is impossible. It doesn't exist. As a human being, you're going to be messy. You're going to mess up. But I really don't consider it a mess up when you're learning from it. It's also understanding that you shouldn't have to present as someone else to get people to like you. And this touches on the abundance episode that I recorded a little while ago. When we live in scarcity, we think that those around us physically are all we have. We can forget how many people are on this earth and how many people we have yet to meet. I guarantee you there are people that are going to be drawn to who you are, the authentic you, without you having to pretend to be someone someone else. I mean, that mask, I mean, you might be surrounded by tons of people with that mask on and acting and presenting as someone else. That is true. It might work. People might really like this person that you've created, right? But I know that on the inside, it's very lonely because I've been there before. It's a very, very lonely and isolating experience, even though physically you might be surrounded by a ton of people. And I think that's the worst type of lonely. I'd rather be by myself, enjoying my own company and just being me than in a crowd of people and I'm acting like somebody else. I think that loneliness is just so heartbreaking. And it's also recognizing that you are multidimensional as a human being. You don't have to fit into a label. You don't need to label yourself. And in my eyes, I want my life to be a manifestation of who I am through every single thing that I do. And that takes recognizing that I am multidimensional. I can do this and this and also do this because this life is limitless. And so I want every single thing that I engage in, like truly every single thing, I want it to feel authentic. I want it to feel good. And a lot of people are going to be like, well, that's just not possible. Why? Why do we tell ourselves that? I'm making it so that my school life and my school environment feels good. It feels authentic. I'm in classes that are engaging, that make sense, that I enjoy going to, I enjoy learning about. I'm making it so that my quote-unquote work life is stuff that I find engaging, stuff that I feel authentic in, that I can be myself in. I'm making sure that even my hobbies, my activities, my friendships, my conversations, everything, Whenever I feel and sense, oh, cat, we're not being you, it's like, okay, that's got to go. 
And it's it's really a non-negotiable, similar to how I talked about rest, because I hate that feeling when I feel like I'm not being me. And I felt it a little bit when I moved to like near to my school. I started to realize, oh, that's not me. I don't even know why I'm acting like this. And I was like, okay, we got to stop. And it's really important because I think that living an authentic life is so freeing. And so that kind of takes me to the point about how when we begin to practice everything that I'm talking about and truly incorporate it into our life and show up as that, there is such a beautiful process that takes place. Like, have you ever gotten around someone and you notice that they're just being human? They're just being themselves. They're being authentic. They're genuine. And it makes you want to be human too. You want to take the mask off too. You want to be normal too. It feels good to be around them because it feels real and it feels authentic and it's fulfilling. That's how I want people to feel when they come around me. That's how I want people to feel in any space that I create. And for me, it's really understanding and releasing the words, well, I have to do this. No, I don't. I don't have to. I want to choose to do this, right? I I really don't even like the have to word. And I'm definitely not applying this to extreme situations. Like when I'm talking about poverty and needing to get a job and like different things like that. I hope you all know that this episode isn't really touching on that because that is such a deep and complex issue. And so I hope you all know that I'm not being ignorant and I'm not not realizing that. But I'm really discussing the things that we do have control and choice within. Sometimes we will forget that we do have choice and control over it. And we do tell ourselves that we have to, I have to, I have to be like this. I have to do this. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. And I know how scary and how nerve wracking and oh my goodness, but think about how it feels when you feel authentic, when you feel authenticity. Don't you want to feel that all the time? If you're not already, I would just hate to have my entire life take place, right? And I feel like I haven't been authentic for any part of it. Or I feel like I've had to be inauthentic to get where I need to get to. I I really wouldn't feel accomplished the same way that I want to. I want to get there being Kat or Catherine and still get there. You guys get what I'm getting at? And so that's kind of covering everything that I wanted to talk about today. I feel like there is, well, with every topic, so much more that I could touch on. But I think I'm kind of getting at the core and the gist in this one. And I can expand on it later. I just, what I want y'all to take from this and what I hope is shining through is that I'm not saying it's your fault if you feel like you have to be inauthentic and you feel like you've been inauthentic for a long time and maybe that was just what you were conditioned on. I understand everything that takes place to lead up to it and I get it but I'm just I'm emphasizing the importance of unlearning a lot of that and how important it is to just to be you and how important it is to be environments to support love and you know re-energize that you and I stress this all the time but I really didn't poke at the word like authentic I don't think I like really said that and I talk about like are you doing this for you? And 
A lot of people might think, well, it's kind of selfish to just constantly be saying, like, choose yourself. Sometimes I want to choose other people. And um, I think that choosing yourself is a part of the way in which you can even start to help other people in a way that is sustainable, in a way that can be consistent. There is no way that I could come on this podcast or do my videos and inspire and motivate people without being authentic within myself. Y'all get that? Like, there's, there's no way. There's no way that this podcast would work without authenticity. There's no way that my videos would make sense without authenticity. It would feel weird. And so if your goal is to be there for people and like that's what you're worried about with like, you know, choosing yourself and maybe that thought of it's selfish and stuff, I really hope that you hear me that it isn't and it's the first step to doing so. And it's like, well, what if they don't like it? Well, what if I disappoint them? Da-da-da-da. Let them be disappointed. Let them not like it. Um, you have this one life, right? And so I think that it is so, so important that you are not making sure that it pleases and meets everyone else's expectations but your own because time is precious and I just don't think it's fair to yourself to live like that as scary and as nerve-wracking and as, you know, anxious as it can be. I think it's so important. I think this message is so important. And so I hope y'all heard me. And I'm not going to go there and repeat everything because I think that would take quite a lot of time. And I think you guys get the point. But I, yeah, I just, I hope that this is applying to a lot of your lives. And I hope that if you didn't know this, it's something new. If you knew it, this was a good reminder. Um, Anything, I just always hope that it's a positive impact. Or maybe you didn't even care about what I was saying, but it was nice to take a break from whatever you were doing and tune into this episode. I don't mind. As long as you get something from it, that makes me really happy. And so again, like I said, this is the last episode before a big milestone. And I really do want to, again, thank you all for your love, your support, because this space and everyone that tunes in and I've interacted with within this space helps me continue to show up as my most authentic self. I mean, truly, it has been such a game changer for me to see who is Kat, you know, like, who is this girl? And this this microphone and this process has really helped unveil a lot of that. And so, yeah. This is why this episode is even more like special and I hold so close to me. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I hope that you are having a good week and I hope that you have a great rest of your week. And if not, I hope that it takes a turn for the better. I really, really do. I'm so thankful that you tuned in. I really enjoy this time within this space and um, I will see you in next week's episode.